Welcome to the Immeasurable Podcast at the Krishnamurti Center in Ojai, California. This series reflects upon Krishnamurti's work and how it directly impacts the listener. The invitation is to inquire together into the fundamental nature of our existence. Welcome back to another season of the Immeasurable Podcast. I'm Leia Long, and you're listening to a 1980s interview with Lobsong Tenzin, also known as the fifth Samdang Rinpoche. He is a Tibetan Buddhist teacher and philosopher who has lived in Dharamshala, India since 1959 when he fled Tibet. He is a spiritual advisor to the Dalai Lama. In addition, he served as the prime minister of the cabinet of the Central Tibetan Administration and was a director of the Central Institute of Higher Tibetan Studies in Varanasi, India. He also served as a trustee of the Krishnamurti Foundation in India for several decades. In this interview, Rinpoche discusses his understanding of Krishnamurti's teachings and Buddhist teachings, as well as Krishnamurti's role as a teacher. I hope you enjoy it. What are the differences and similarities between the teachings of the Buddha and Krishnamurti? Well, the Buddha and Krishnamurti both try to communicate the reality they have perceived to the people at large. But it is very difficult to search the similarities or dissimilarities between these two personalities. Different time, different environment, different listener has caused much difference between the communication of Buddha and of K. If these two personalities are happen to come in the sense in a similar time, then perhaps we may think of similarities or dissimilarities. But one thing we can speak in definite terms is that there are two very basic different approach of Buddha and of K. Firstly, when Buddha teaches the people, he comes down to the level of the listener. Whereas the Krishnji doesn't come down to the level of the listener. He always speaks of his own label. The Buddha deals with two labels, namely the relative and the absolute. When Buddha speaks of absolute, I personally do not find any difference with the Krishnji's teachings or the Krishnji's teaching with the Buddha's teaching of Parjamparamita or the absolute truth. When Buddha speaks of relative truth, he always compromises with the acceptance and notions and thoughts of people with whom he is speaking. But Krishnji never compromises or never accepts the conditions or the labels of the, his listener. Do you notice any other key differences in how the Buddha and Krishnamurti address the listener? The other difference between them is about the preparation of the people, the listener. The K is silent or doesn't speak of anything about preparation. Whereas the Buddha dealt 
quite a great deal for the preparation of the person to reach at the level of transformation. Both are similar position that at the moment of transformation or transmutation, there will be no time fighter. There will be no graduation. It must be spontaneous and immediate, whether this side or that side. The perception is perception. There is no slowly growth or graduation or something like that. That is similar with Buddha also. But Buddha dealt with the preparation of the person to reach up to that level with certain graduations, methods, and all the rest of things. But Kishinji never accepted all these things. He perhaps taken for granted that everyone is capable of transforming himself without much involving in the preparative measures. I think that's all. How did the Buddha and Krishnamurti view the role of thought? The thought is a, a basic instrument of our life. But for the uh, perception, the thought has, uh, in one way, no role at all to play. All kind of thought has to be negated, according to Buddha, as well as according to Krishnji. But the Buddhist people, the thought has been accepted some of the means or methods during the preparation. As I said earlier, uh, when Krishnji doesn't accept or doesn't talk about the preparation, then uh, the label or graduation of thought also does not, question does not arise. Why did the Buddha and Krishnamurti both use negation to communicate their message? The Buddha and K both employed the method of negating things, the negation, because the reality as perceived by them are incommunicable through language, through words, or through any other means of communication. Then only the way left for them is to negate all the possible conception of the thought or imagination or what we think or look for the present is to be negated. This is not reality. This is not reality. This is not reality. By this way, the person comes closer, closer to the reality. And after negating everything, then uh, the way of looking to the reality becomes more pointed or a sort of possibility to see the reality in its own way. What was Krishnamurti's view on being a teacher and having disciples? Did the Buddha also share a similar view? I don't know. This is difficult to say that Krishnamurti denied to accept disciples. That is a question to be looked into. But apparently, Krishnamurti does not want to make one of the already existing traditions or a school of thought which would condition the mind of people further. Actually, the attitude of discipleship becomes, in many ways, a people 
dependent to somebody else. And the attitude of dependency is the most uh, dangerous hindrance to development of a person, especially to perceive the reality. In that sense, Kishinji always tried to make the individual to inquire by himself without any condition or imposition whatsoever it may be. In that sense, similarly, the Buddha also denies any dependency to other. The Buddha many times says the person himself is his own teacher or his own guidance. And looking teacher or guidance from outside will never get a teacher or a guidance. The basic point to be emphasized is to become free from every kind of conditions, impositions, or presuppositions, or in other words, all kind of thought. To be free from all kind of thought, the words of teacher would be one of the major hindrance or condition to hang upon, to glitch upon. And he never want to put this kind of thing on any of his listeners. So therefore, he specifically emphasized to deny any teacher or taught relationship in ordinary sense. And he encouraged the people to participate into inquiry, into search, and their own mind is to be actively used for searching the reality. Otherwise, I don't think he would deny to anybody to listen to him or he would deny to anybody to inquire into the truth with him or with his help or with his arguments. If that is so, he will not uh, like to discuss things with the people or he would speak to the public at large. Uh, he always try to reach to public at large. He always try to speak with them. He always try to inquire into the things with the people. How did your background in Buddhism affect the way you heard Krishnamurti's teachings? When I listen to Krishnji, when I discuss with the Krishnji, in the beginning, I always interpret him or understood him in the Buddhist background. And I have a feeling of uneasiness and uncomfortable that perhaps this is, uh, it was not the correct way to listen to Kishinji. I must listen to Kishinji with all emptiness of thought without any presupposition or precondition. But my mind is so conditioned with the Buddhist teaching, so I interpret him into Buddha's position, and this is not the correct way to understand him. And gradually I discussed the matter with Professor Upaja and Krishnji himself in quite depth and length. And thereafter I realized that there is a basic different approach between Buddha and Krishnji. The Buddha always speak of at two levels, the relative and the absolute. And the Kishinji never speak at the relative level. He always speak at the 
level of absolute. The relative truth goes with the process of thought and as things stands for an ordinary person. And Buddha took this as, uh, as one of his uh, method or help to take the people into inquiry, into deeper inquiry. And Kishinji's approach apparently that this method would be, would take a longer journey or longer way. And instead of that, the people should get away from this relative truth in a spontaneous way and get into the absoluteness, absolute, absolute truth. But for a beginner, for an ordinary person, a person like like me or like us, the this two label, the differentiation of these two label helps not only to understand Buddha but also to understand Krishnji. When these two label is keeping in mind, then Krishnji's teachings are become more relevant and easier to understand. The Immeasurable Podcast is a project of the Krishnamurti Center, funded by the Krishnamurti Foundation of America. For information on our online community, programs, and how to support this work, please visit kfa.org.